Tyre Power today. Everybody is talking about MG at Mount Barker Auto Group in the Adelaide Hills. Coming soon. Breakfast with Mark Bickley and Jared Walsh. Let's just on 7 o'clock on this Thursday morning, going for 38 degrees today, we are live in SENSA Studio Lumo, powered by Lumo Energy SA. The studio is still going, even after Mark Bickley spilled a whole cup of tea no, all over the desk. it wasn't a whole cup. It was about an inch in the bottom of the cup, so if, we were fine here. If you want to send us a text, <laughs> 0427 154166, a couple of text messages coming through. Um, not a fan of Kenny Hinckley saying this is the best squad in his time. Games aren't won on paper unless you're playing noughts and crosses. Mm, like um, <laughs> I, I'm starting to cop some heat now, which is fantastic from anonymous texters. Jared Johnson or JJ sounds better than Jared Walsh, which I'm, I'm fine with. I'm fine with open, honest 360 <laughs> degree feedback. So no worries. Just spell my name correctly. If you're going to send in abuse. Well, that, that's basically getting back to your Zimbabwe story. You're mm. saying, well, you change your name to, instead of Walsh to Johnson, Jared Johnson. Yeah. Yeah, well, I, that was an accident when I mentioned that thing on my back, so we're not going to talk about that. But look, you know what? All of the text is coming through today. You go into the running to win that incredible power bank, which I am using at the moment, so we can put stuff on social media. And as soon as we get the video of um, Bic spilling a whole kettle full of coffee <laughs> on the desk you be here, the judge. <laughs> SNSA, uh, we will put it up there. Let's get into our daily agenda, which uh, is a big one today. Once the button works. Agenda! My beautiful agenda! The one that never dies! Shouting in a megaphone! Bix, let's talk your favourite thing in the world, and that is cash. <laughs> yes, indeed. Now, um, the what would you call it? It was a report put out, which is put out every year, that lists uh, how many players or what players are being paid. And the big one that everyone looks at is how many players are getting over a million dollars. So this is uh, retrospectively looking back on last year, and there were 12 players who earned salaries of more than $1 million. Now that's seven more than in 2021. So there's been a fair jump. Now, what it is worth remembering is, is that sometimes with contracts, there is some funny things that happen, like front-ending and back-ending. So yes. a lot of people were suggesting that uh, Buddy Franklin is one of those 12 players, mm -hmm. and that would have been the final year of that massive, I think it was uh, nine-year deal or 11-year yeah. deal, whatever it was, for, for $10 bucks. It was a nine-year deal for $10 mil. So he could get, say, so 500000 in the first couple of years, and then it builds up and to $4 builds million up in his last year. And it year. might be one point two in the last year, yeah. because when he first came to the club, you might have had Adam Goods, and you might have had other big star players yep. who were earning money then, and then they push all that money to the back end. So that's what sometimes happens. Then you get the, the flip side of that, which is some of the lower-ranked teams, they get a big star and they attract them. Uh, and they pay all their money up front. So Jack Martin at Carlton was one of those players. It was attracted from the Gold Coast Suns. Carlton didn't have a great team at the time. They didn't. Remember, you have to spend 95% of your cap space. It was two years ago he was in the top three highest paid players in the competition. That's right. Yeah. yeah. And there was some uh, discussion around Isaac Rankin when he first was mooted to come to Adelaide that they might front end his contract. Mm get a lot of the payment up front. So then as Rochelle and other young players, Saligo come through and are commanding bigger salaries that a lot of Isaac's money has been paid. So, so some of these figures can be skewed a little bit by that. But um, the speculation then goes on about who are the other players. So uh, it's very interesting when you think of Jeremy McGovern's name mm -hmm. was mentioned, which is uh, interesting because I feel like he had a couple of great seasons 
but he just, I'm not sure he's a million dollar player if you were saying output versus uh, earnings. Mm-hmm. But blokes like Petrarca, uh, Oliver, Bontempelli, Cameron, those type of guys, I don't think anyone's got any argument. They are the, the premium players in the competition and they're the blokes. Tom Lynch is another one, maybe Toby Green. They're the ones that really command that, that top end salary and generally uh, play accordingly. So the top 50 earners across the game all commanded contracts of at least $800,000. And then the 2022 average salary across the league, 659 players, not including rookie listed players, $406,000. So there's there's obviously a difference between the top earners and the mm. average, but that's still, that's still big dollars. The, yep. the question that I have for you, do you think that the top earners are paid enough? Mm. And I think that's a, a tough one because if you look at other sports around the world where advertising dollars come in and um, image rights and things like that, mm. there, there is an argument to say that if you are the best player in the competition, so if we're using Petrarca as an example, is earning 1.2 a season enough? Should he be earning $3 million? If the money's there and it's being generated, should the, the big earners get more, which kind of pushes down the average to the, yeah. the middle of the road listed players. Well, I think there's a there's a couple of salient things that happened this week. One was the uh, the IPL Women's League started and the salaries that some of the Australian play, ladies earned mm-hmm. was, one was uh, uh, 589,000. That was Ash Gardner, yeah. Ash Gardner. Yeah. There were others around 400,000. That's because they have got a global market. The thing we have to remember in, in Australia is our game is just in Australia and we're talking, what's the population of Australia? 25 million. And so, you know, and and there's probably a couple of states where it's not the number one sport. So we're talking maybe 15 to 18 million people who are fully engaged in it. That's not a big number. And the other thing that I like about the um, the AFL is it's, it's a broader, flatter structure. So I'd prefer the average wage to be 400 and there's, you know, there's 400 people AFL players who were earning between 300 and a million dollars that enables them to, you know, really focus and dedicate themselves uh, to their training and, and, and performance for, you know, as long as they can stay at the top level. If you start, and this is the danger, and some teams have gone down this path, probably GWS. If you start paying Toby Green a million, Josh Mm. Kelly a million, uh, Stephen Canelio, 900,000, a couple of other players, 800. What then happens is, they're beautifully remunerated, but then you end up with a whole bunch of other. Well, you lose Tim Taranto because they can't pay him. And, ja- and Jacob Hopper. But, you know, like there's other players that are playing on minimum chips, on the minimum wage. They get rookies from other clubs to come in. They got younger players. And so then you get this disparity. And, and that's a little bit from that, that theory is a little bit of the NBA basketball. And basketball's got five players in a side, so you can afford to pay a couple of absolute giant stars. But then. A lot of the other guys are getting minimum chips on the rest of the roster. So yeah. I'm just not sure uh, how that works. Adelaide, for example, have generally had a fairly broad and flat structure. Geelong... Seem- and Adelaide have been notoriously known to not pay um, exceptional amounts to individuals, mm. right? Yeah. Geelong's structure seems a little bit similar. You yeah. know, the whole Patrick Dangerfield not being paid more than Joel Selwood, that, that sort of argument, not being on a million dollars. Interesting, though, Jeremy Cameron, I think, would be in the top dozen highest paid players in the comp. Michael in Adelaide sent us a text saying Jeremy Cameron and Jeremy McGovern are both worth a million a year. So that's a yeah, I, different I, opinion. Well, I, Jeremy Cameron for sure right now. Jeremy McGovern in his day. But 
Would you would you pay Jeremy McGovern a million dollars to come to your club next year? I wouldn't know. I wouldn't, and I don't think. Um, I, I think he reads the ball really well, but I think his body's let him down. And I think when you look at him, I just I, I you know some players aren't always don't always look like a physical specimen, but it to me just looks not quite as fit as he could be. And that could be because he's got injuries that don't allow him to, to get there. So um, his body has just let him down a little bit and he can't do the things that he was doing a, a couple of years ago. Had another text as well saying, in Chris Judd's first two years at Carlton, he earned more in his imaginary job than he did playing football. <laughs> <laughs> so you can keep the text coming in 0427-154-166. Who would you like to be the highest paid player at your club? Are the players enough? Uh, we will continue reading out your text throughout the show too. And another thing to think about, who are the next group of million mm. dollar players? I'll write down a couple of players. I think Andy Brayshaw will get there from Fremantle. I think he's going to be uh, a super player. He will captain that club uh, sooner rather than later. Uh, Isaac Heaney is very, very close already. Connor Rosie, yes. in terms of a local flavour, could get there. Riley Philthorpe, another, you know, a, a very high draft pick. If he gets to the heights that a lot of people think he can to, he will be uh, massive. Max and Ben King, key forwards who can clunk the ball and kick bags of goals are always valuable. Sam Walsh, Noah Anderson for, for, uh, for another couple there that might fire up and become, you know, the best 10 players in the comp. We are here thanks to MG coming soon to Mount Barker Auto Group. Our number, one 736 736 from your South Australian Redbacks and the Adelaide Strikers. Jason Gillespie next.